Hey everyone, and welcome to the second episode of the This Is Gonna Hurt podcast, the podcast of Jay Gordon Duncan. I really appreciate you tuning in. I greatly appreciate everyone who checked out the first episode. Thank you for the comments, the well wishes. Greatly appreciate all you who subscribed and gave me feedback. One piece of feedback I received, one from my daughter, she said, you need to have more energy, and she's 100% right. I think I recorded that one just a little too calm, a little too careful, and so I'm really going to try to be a little bit more about myself. Now, here at the This Is Going to Hurt podcast, we're always going to talk about one of four things. We talk about finances. We talk about your physical health. We talk about your family. We talk about faith, all those things that begin with fuh, and so that's what we want to do. And I've got one of those things very much in my mind. It covers a little bit of a lot of the areas. Um, But what I want to talk about is this. I want to talk about the idea of setting goals and meeting them. I know that a lot of people are really scared to set a goal. They're scared to set a goal uh, financially or in their faith or really anywhere. Uh, And they just they feel like every time they've ever set a goal, uh, they haven't met it. And so they're scared of setting it. In fact, I know some Christians who will say, you know what, I'm really hesitant to set a goal because I know that God is in control of everything. And I know that's 100% true. I believe that God is in control of everything as well. But we are built in such a way as to design and create. That's part of our reflection of the image of God, is to design and create. And setting goals is part of that. Let me explain. I want to convince all of you. Every one of you sets goals. You do. You may not write them down. They may not be big, excuse me, be big or big auspicious, but you set a goal. Let me give you an example. Tomorrow morning, what time are you going to get up? If you set an alarm clock, if you set an alarm clock to wake up, you have set a goal. You have. If you wake up at five o'clock in the morning and you set your alarm for five o'clock in the morning, you just set a goal for getting up at five o'clock in the morning. If you plan on eating breakfast tomorrow morning, you are setting a goal. And if you you know what you want, if you know what you're planning on having for breakfast, you're really setting a goal. You might say, Gordon, those aren't goals. Those are just things I do every day. And I say, yes, but you plan for them. You plan to get up. You went to the grocery store and you made plans to have food in the house to eat breakfast. We set goals all the time. So we're designed in such a way for that structure. And I think when we fall out of it, we struggle with depression. We struggle with sadness. We struggle with lots of things when we fall out of regular goal setting. Now, I have some friends that will say, you know what? I'm okay with setting a goal, but I always set goals that I know I can hit because I don't want to be disappointed. And I would offer setting a goal that you know that you're going to hit is not really setting a goal. It's not changing anything about you. Again, that's like saying I'm going to get up in the morning. I encourage you to set goals that stretch you, that cause a little bit of pain, a little bit of hurt, because they cause you to do extra things. They ch- they cause you to make changes. You know, I, I recently met a big goal, and I'm going to do a podcast a little bit more about this later on, but I had a big goal. And I had a goal for nine months. It was my goal to qualify for the Boston Marathon. Excuse me, did I say nine months? It took me nine years to hit that goal. Nine years. 
You see, I naively one day said in 2009, I just want to run a marathon and go qualify for Boston. And what I didn't realize is that I was going to love running. And I didn't realize that it was going to take so much, that I was going to have to change how I ate, how I slept, what I drank. I didn't realize that I was going to begin suffering seizures along the way. I didn't realize that it was going to change everything about me. But here's the thing. I found that goal worthwhile. I found that goal worth striving for. And whenever I had a setback, I learned something from it. Whenever I got injured, and I haven't been injured much, and I've been very thankful and fortunate for that. But whenever that happened, I realized I've got to make a change. So I'll give you an example. Last year, I was training for the Richmond Marathon. And about one month before it was supposed to start, I tore a calf muscle. Now, tearing a calf muscle is incredibly painful. It really is. I was amazed how painful it was. At first, I thought it was a pulled muscle, but it wasn't. It was a torn calf muscle. I went and saw the doctor, and I got some advice from it. But here's the thing. I knew why I tore that calf muscle. I knew it. I tore that calf muscle because I wasn't stretching. In fact, the day I did it, I had been sitting for almost three hours and just got up and went and start running. And I went up a hill when I got started. It was foolish and naive on my part. Well, I'm starting to approach 50. I'm in my later 40s. And whereas a lot of people in their young 20s, maybe even 30s, can just get up and go and not worry about stretching, I knew that wasn't possible for me anymore. I wasn't going to be able to run 12, 1500 miles a year without taking care of myself. And that got in the way of my goal because I ran the Richmond Marathon a month later and I did really well, but I missed my goal. Why? Because I started having calf cramps at mile 20. And that mistake got in the way of my big goal. Well, what did I do after that? Well, I realized I had to make a change. So I started to introduce stretching and even some yoga on a regular basis because my body needed recovery and repair. It also enabled me and prepared me to run. In fact, now what I do every night before I go to bed, I spend 10 minutes stretching with my youngest daughter. It helps calm her down and it's a lot of fun for us. And we sometimes debate about what stretching we want to do on YouTube, what video, but it's something we have together. And I've done it with all my daughters at some point in time. It's been wonderful. Now, what did that help me do? Well, it helped my body repair. It helped my body recover. And it helped my body prepare for the race. And then when I ran my race this past weekend, I qualified for the Boston Marathon. Now, that's a story for a later day. But I tell you all of that, that I made those changes because they all went toward a goal. And those goals, if they're going to be actually met, have to be supported by change. Now, there's so many areas that we could talk about goals. We could talk about goals financially, physically, faith, family. We could talk about all those areas. But I want to talk to you about setting and meeting goals in your physical health. Friends, we only have one body. We aren't getting another one. They haven't enabled yet that brain transplant that everyone wants to happen. It hasn't happened yet. We have one body. If I sold you a car, when you turn 16 and said, this is the only car you're ever going to have. It's the only one you're ever going to have. You better take care of it. I don't know how well you would do, but I bet over the course of the next 20, 30, 40 years, you would take care of it. You'd be more concerned about an oil change. You'd be more concerned when you heard a noise. 
because you knew you were never going to get another one. Well, friends, our bodies are like that. You're not going to get another one. But yet so many of us, we eat poorly. We don't get enough sleep. We don't drink enough water. We smoke or we drink tons of sodas. Or we drink too much alcohol. There's so many ways in which we don't take care of our body. And friends, we're not going to get another one. And sometimes, at least not on this side of the world. And friends, sometimes we make mistakes that we can't recover from. So this is how I want to encourage you. I want you to take an honest assessment of your health. You don't have to run a marathon. That's fine. That's something crazy that I like doing. That was my goal. What would be your goal for your health? Right now, if you ask yourself, what is something you want for your health? What would it be? Would it be that maybe you wanted to be able to do more with your kids and not get tired? Is it that maybe you would like to lose 20 or 25 pounds? Is it that you would like to stop eating desserts every night before you go to bed? Is it that you'd like to quit smoking? Whatever it may be, determine that goal. Be honest with yourself. If you made real changes, what goal would you like to hit? And then I encourage you to put steps into place. What would you have to change to make that change happen? For you to hit that goal, what would have to change? Now, you may say, there's no way I could ever hit that goal. Well, why? You might say, well, I just can't give up smoking or I can't give up sodas. I want you to think of it in this way. If you have a can't get rid of in the place of your goals, I want you to know you're telling yourself that those things are more important than your health. If you say, oh, I just could never give up drinking sodas, you're saying that soda is more important than your health. Make an honest assessment. Do an honest inventory. And think about it for you for a second. What goal would you like to hit? Write it down. In fact, I wrote down qualify for the Boston Marathon every single day for the last year. I haven't always done that. But in the last year, I picked up the habit of writing my goals down. So every day I reminded myself, along with several other goals, that I wanted to qualify for the Boston Marathon. And that way, when I reminded myself of that in the morning, the things I did the rest of the day lined up. Meaning, I knew if I didn't get enough sleep, I couldn't run. I knew that if I didn't eat well, that I wasn't going to be able to run well. I knew if I didn't stretch, I wasn't going to be able to run well. I knew also in the others, if I didn't spend enough time with my family, I couldn't sacrifice that time with them to go run. All those things had to come together because I set a goal, I wrote it down, and I began to make changes. Friends, it may not always be that easy, but I encourage you in a couple steps. Let's do a takeaway here as we get towards the end of This Is Gonna Hurt podcast. This has been about setting goals. I encourage you, get rid of the idea that goal setting is wrong because goal setting is fantastic. It's part of the order and design of who we are as people is to grow and build and change. And setting a goal is wonderful. I encourage you to come up with a physical goal, one that's going to stretch you a little bit, one that you wouldn't just automatically hit, something that would be a little bit difficult. And then I want you to write that goal down every single day. I want you to write down what it would take for you to hit that goal. Put some plans in place. Maybe get an accountability. Get someone who you're going to allow to speak really hard truths into your life. And then go for it. 
If you want to give yourself a time frame, I encourage you to. You've got to have a time frame because if not, it may never happen. So get a goal, give it a time frame, and then put things in place. I really hope this is an encouragement to you. I promise you, friends, I have failed at lots of goals. I've missed a lot of them. I know I missed the Boston qualifying for nine years, but I know that in the process of trying, I was better. I was a better person and I was healthier. So I've got lots of stories of failing and goals. Maybe that'll be a podcast for another day, but give it a try, friends. Pick a goal in your health. Write it down. Write some steps down. Get some accountability and make changes that are going to make you healthy. You will never get another body than the one you have today. I appreciate everything, friends. If you've liked this, please share it across everything, however you like to share. Uh, share it on Instagram. Share it on Facebook. Maybe take a photo of it and put it in your Instagram stories if you listen to it while you were working out or something along those lines. Please subscribe. That means a lot. Leave a review. And if there's any way that I can be encouraging, so just email me. My email, again, like the podcast, it sounds really egotistical. <laughs> egotistical. My email is gordon at jgordonduncan.com. Email me there and I'll get it. And I look forward to hearing from you. And this podcast is going up this week and I'm going to do my best to get one up as soon as possible and have them keep coming. If you want to find out more about what I'm up to in the areas of spirituality and business and my writing, you can find all that information at jgordonduncan.com. And I appreciate you listening. Thanks so much.